thought leaders, storytellers and griots sharing personal highlights on Stories of the Week. You know how it works. We like to follow the stories that are not necessarily on the front page or on the front screen. Maybe it's in social media. Maybe it's a story that takes us into other spaces as well. And the story that we're going to go to this morning is the one around the third annual shelter in Darbe. It's taking place in a couple of days, the 21st to the 22nd of November. And it's hosted by the NSMSA, the National Shelter Movement of South Africa. And that's in partnership with the National Department of Social Development. Zubedu Dango is the um, head executive uh, of the National Shelter Movement of South Africa. Zubedu, thank you so much for making the time on a Sunday morning. We really appreciate you making that time. Can I um, ask you to maybe just explain what it is that the National Shelter, I'm getting my tongue tied around this one, the National Shelter Movement of South Africa, just explain to us what uh, the work it does and has been doing. Yes, good morning, Michelle. Uh, Thank you very much for having me. So the National Shelter Movement of South Africa is uh, a non-government organization established in 2008 And we have 95 shelters across the country that are affiliated to us. The vision of the National Shelter Movement is it strives to be the united voice on sheltering women and children affected by gender-based violence in South Africa. Its mission is to advocate and lobby provincial, national, and international stakeholders. And we engage in service provision legislative input and capacity building on gender-based violence and sheltering of abused women and children in the country. So Zubeda, you are now focusing on this event, the Shelter in Daba, and I imagine that there are plenty of topics that can be raised with regards to shelter, specifically around the sheltering of women, the focus on women who are abused, abused women and children. Talk to us about some of the events that will take place and also some of the issues and challenges that you hope to address and perhaps even find, if not answers, then ways forward to action on. So a few years ago in South Africa, we developed the National Strategic Plan on Gender-Based Violence. And this plan really reflects the critical need to translate policy into practice and actions in the context of gender-based violence in South Africa. So we've particularly chosen this um, topic to ensure that we address challenges and gaps that are that will address the effectiveness of provision of services and support to GBV survivors. So in terms of that, we hope to have, um, to create a space for dialogue, for learning, for knowledge sharing among diverse stakeholders. Of course, we're going to be doing this through various uh, different um, channels. One would be panel discussions, workshops, and of course, individual speaker presentations. So some of the topics um, that we address look at services provided in shelters for abused women and children. So some of those uh, would address crisis intervention, legal support, counseling, medical assistance, and social empowerment programs. So you can see it's a diverse range of services that are offered at shelters. 
We also address um, the NSP Pillar 4 in particular because Pillar 4 is the pillar in the NSP which ensures comprehensive support, care and healing for gender-based violence survivors. And then, of course, we address the referral pathways and the problems and solutions. So we know that there are various challenges and opportunities referred, uh, that are related to referral pathways in sheltering. And we want to explore the complexities of the referral process, yeah. the coordination among stakeholders to ensure that we have better communication and we can provide an excellent service for our survivors. You know... Zubeda, um, I mean, if I look at your CV, it, it really does, it's extensive in a variety of ways. You're not only an author with the book Life After Abuse in 2012, but you're also a consulting clinical psychologist. And one of our guests later on in the show, Tracy Going, uh, will be talking about her own experience of gender-based violence. And I think that one of the things we forget is just how diverse uh, gender-based violence is. We always think it may sit within a certain sector of women, but that's not necessarily the case at all. No, absolutely not. It's extremely widespread and it occurs, you know, in all um, sectors of society, all races, all ethnic groups. There's no one spared, basically. Yeah. How do you deal with that when you are consulting? So if someone comes to you and because a lot of the issue around gender-based violence is that you feel, as a woman, you feel a sense of shame. I should have done this. I didn't do this. I can't do this. Uh, and how does one deal with that in terms of the counselling process? I think um, it's very, very important to firstly listen very carefully to where the woman's coming from. Because remember... Everyone's situation is different. All women who come don't have exactly the same experience of gender-based violence. Yeah. One needs to listen very carefully, very attentively, and one needs to understand what it is the woman wants. What is it, what is it that she wants to do? So this is not about the psychologist attending to the woman. This is very clearly listening, firstly, to what the woman wants, and from there on, to be able to assure her that you're there to support her in whatever way she decides to go forward. Thereafter, it's important to be able to offer a variety of different options to the woman. And those may not necessarily be options that I might like personally, yeah. but that doesn't matter because it's not about me. It's about the woman in that particular situation. So then I suppose that takes me to my last question, which would be, um, you say it's not about you perhaps as the, as the psychologist or it would not be about me as the friend. But many a time there are people who are friends and who are aware that something is taking place. How does one best just address that? Just because you can't force anybody to do something different until they are ready to do something different. How would you best suggest to those of us who aren't? In so I think it's really important that, you know, um, you indicate your support, yep. that you're there to listen, to help in whatever way is possible. And usually, 
at the first sign of abuse or recognition of abuse, a woman's not ready to make a decision. So it's important that you don't get upset and angry and say, well, she's not listening, because this frequently happens. You need to be patient and say to her, look, when you're ready, I'm here. Or if you need to talk, I'll be here. Give her the opportunity and be patient for her to make a decision that suits her. Okay. Then you can refer, you know, possibly to the National Shelter Movement because we offer services in terms of referral directly to shelters. We have a, a 24-hour helpline. Yeah. Dr. Dango, the event takes place on the 20... I'm going to just... 21st 20, and 22nd. 20%. So one of the areas that you will focus on, I understand, is what it could mean to do a private, public, and civil society sector collaboration in these, uh, specifically in these spaces. What do you hope will come out of that? And secondly, I suppose, can anyone attend or is this very much invite only? So um, basically for the in-person attendance is only by invite, but we are also having it live streamed. So if people are interested, we will release a link um, closer to the time. Um, basically, in terms of the engagement, we're looking at ensuring that there's knowledge sharing, there's increased awareness and advocacy, and increased collaboration and networking. Because you must remember that gender-based violence is a societal issue. It's not a woman's issue alone, which is often um, deemed to be that. We need to have improved GBV sheltering practices, and so therefore how we refer clients needs to be very carefully done so that we don't lose the women on the way. We also need to have enhanced policy and ed- advocacy efforts, and then, of course, finally, to make sure that we have empowered GBV survivors who then know what to do and how to do. So in all totality, we're looking for a strengthened sector-wide coordination and collaboration. Dr. Dango, if people are interested in finding out more about the National Shelter Movement of South Africa, the NSMSA, what are the details? Who do they contact? So they can contact me. My telephone number is 083-2899-818. We'd be very happy to channel them in the most appropriate way possible. Fantastic. Dr. Dango, thank you so much for joining us. She is the uh, head of executive at the National Shelter Movement of South Africa. That number once again, if you are thinking you need more information, 083-289-9818.